Welcome to the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the future of farming, food, and nutrition. Digital innovations are being harnessed to address growing global demand for food and agriculture's diminishing labor force. And joining us for a look at how technology is transforming agriculture is John Power, president of LSC International Incorporated, a Chicago-based firm advising corporate and financial participants in the global agri-food chain. Thanks for being with us, John. Thank you. How important to the future of farming are advanced technologies such as automation and artificial intelligence? This is essentially a new era of agriculture, and it's comparable to mechanization, uh, chemi- chemical use in the, in the agriculture, and uh, it's basically the next new wave. Historically, agriculture has been an industry that uh, was subject to a lot of innovation and technological maturation over the years, hasn't it? Yes, uh, agriculture has definitely been on the leading edge of innovation. And uh, really, it goes back 10,000 years to the original farmers who selected different uh, varieties and and, uh, made different seeds and saved superior seeds. To bring this up to the here and now, how are advances in autonomous technology, machine learning, and data analytics changing the way farmers farm? Currently, uh, these technologies have been introduced, and so we're at the early phases of the change. The most adopted technology actually is auto steer, which is the GPS system that essentially guides the tractor. And the farmer is in the cab, but in fact, it's more like his office, because the farmer is most likely going to be on the phone or on his iPad, uh, and uh, essentially it enables the farmer to accomplish a lot more. So that's the, that's the most adopted. On the data side, uh, we are seeing a lot of new technologies, and these are being adopted. And for example, uh, interesting technology is aerial image technology, and uh, that's uh, been introduced now, and that will be very effective. Is digital farming proving to be economical and scalable? We're still at the innovator stage, and uh, our studies and interviews would indicate that the innovators actually are finding it uh, economical. Uh, However, there are significant challenges because this is not the easiest technology to adopt. And so a key issue is how it can be made as user-friendly as possible. There's been this explosion of new technologies and insights all across the cultivation cycle, and there are predictions of huge growth within the next five years in intelligent agricultural technologies. What existing digital innovations currently make your short list, if you will, as the most significant and impactful to farming? I'd just like to start by saying that uh, it's well worth remembering uh, the quote from Bill Gates which in talking about technology and technology adoption, basically uh, Gates uh, says that we always overestimate what will be accomplished in two years and underestimate what will be accomplished in 10 years. And there's an additional factor in agriculture, which is the seasonality. So you really have only one cycle per year. 
And that is very different from most other areas of technology where you have many cycles per year. So in terms of the technologies that we see that are most interesting, uh, it's around the analytics of the data and uh, being able to deliver to the farmer data so that the farmer can take action. And uh, that's really where the cutting edge is. And the analysis of that data is still quite a challenge, correct? Well, actually, there's a challenge before that, which is that the quality of the data. Ah. And uh, one of the biggest challenges is having quality data. And so that's the first step. And then if you have quality data, the analytics actually can be handled uh, using artificial intelligence, machine learning, and technologies like that. So on the analytics side, that's been automated. Interesting term that has come up around here that's a little bit controversial uh, among farmers is armchair farming, the idea that we might arrive there someday and that even that those going into farming in the future may come out of other disciplines in terms of their higher education. Well, uh, actually, uh, yesterday when, when I presented at this conference, uh, I did use the uh, video from John Deere, which basically presents what you might call armchair farming. Uh, I prefer the term mission control. And uh, basically, it's putting the farmer in a position where the farmer can see what is happening across the farm and then make decisions and implement actions. So this can actually be done at the farmer's house or in the cab. But uh, I think in the future, we will have uh, essentially mission control for farming. So which farm equipment brands are your ones to watch uh, for cutting-edge innovation? Well, I think all of the leading companies are making very significant efforts in this area. And the thing that I would most look out for are the startup companies. They're in a position where they can move more quickly normally. Companies I'm thinking about, like there's an aerial analytics company called Intellinair, and uh, they are doing amazing analytics with the aerial imagery, for example. Uh, another company that uh, is getting a lot of attention in the retail space is uh, Farmers Business Network, FBN. And they're, they're really innovating uh, in how business is done. It's more like a business model innovation than a technology innovation. Uh, what ag tech challenges need to be addressed and overcome? The, the principal challenge, actually, that we've identified, and this is work that we did over the last several years, is how to show the value to the farmer. And basically, what we have is we have many technologies, and they're all being presented to the farmer at basically at the same time. And it's very difficult for the farmer to determine which really has value. So the, the, the most important question is the value question. And basically there, everybody of course says they will increase yield and reduce cost, but we also feel that time is a huge factor. So if it makes the farmer's activity life more complicated and basically demands more time, that's not a positive. You want to be able to deliver it so the farmer has more effective use of their time, which is actually their, their most critical resource.
And the other element is quality of life. And uh, basically what we see is, for example, going back to auto steer, that means that the farmer can come home in the evening and the farmer is not completely exhausted. And that basically it's like being at the office for the day rather than, than driving the tractor and all the hard work associated with that before the automation. They say that uh, technology often leads regulation. And do you see the emergence of new regulatory policy relating to precision agriculture? Well, the, the area, obviously, that uh, where regulation might be applicable is in relation to the data, essentially issues around privacy, ownership of data. At this stage, it's essentially a voluntary system. Many of the companies have uh, adopted positions in agreement with the farmer organizations on how to approach the issues of data ownership and privacy. And I don't think there's so much discussion. A few years ago, there was a lot of discussion about this. Now it seems to be uh, less of a point of discussion. There's been a steady decline in available farm labor in the U.S. and other countries. And some farmers are looking to robotics uh, and even artificial intelligence to adapt and to fill in the, the void. How far along are technologies that can replace human labor? It's really starting. And we're really seeing equipment coming in, uh, equipment being developed, and also changes in how the crop has grown that will facilitate uh, automation. And certainly, there will be a lot, lot more automation. And this has significant uh, impacts because it really means you will have a different type of labor on the farm. So many of the physical tasks will be automated, but then they're going to have to be people on the farm who can manage the equipment and support the equipment. I've read that, that what's needed first and foremost is an integrating digital platform, a digital ecosystem that automates, that pulls in and, and makes sense of massive bodies of data and, and does a lot of what you're talking about. Are you aware of anything coming close to this? Well, I, actually, I, I'm very interested you raise this because this is a key issue as I see it. Basically, uh, there will be a platform in agriculture. My work is mostly on the crop side. I haven't done that much work on the animal side. But right now, um, essentially, Climate Corporation, uh, the Monsanto Company, and John Deere are the two uh, emerging platforms. And essentially, farmers need a platform uh, and ultimately, one or two of these platforms will dominate. And so this is a, a, a holistic software or whatever that brings it all together? Yeah. This, this would be uh, basically a platform which essentially it's like um, it's basically like a Bloomberg terminal hmm. in a sense. So like for the trader, they basically work off the Bloomberg terminal and uh, conceptually, uh, farmers will have the equivalent of a Bloomberg terminal, so they don't need to go from one place to another. Everything will be presented to them on uh, the single platform. And do you think that the startups that you mentioned and others that are developing these technologies need to be thinking in those terms about how their product is going to integrate with that platform? Yeah, the, the platforms actually are integrating through APIs, 
the uh, startups. Mm -hmm. So like uh, there are different approaches on that, but uh, basically they want to get the startups on their platforms. Sure, sure. So which key market trends do you follow most, do you keep your eye on, and what do they indicate for the future of farming? Well, uh, I, I think that the major trends, obviously, in farming are around the commodity prices and all of that. And given the current level of prices, it's, it's difficult. So that's one. Uh, and then another major trend is consolidation and consolidation at all levels. I think that uh, these technologies actually are likely to support in two directions. Uh, one is on the what one might call the large-scale farming operations. These will grow bigger, but one will also see smaller, highly focused operations serving local markets, and that will be facilitated by the digital technologies also. So there'll be different things, but both areas will benefit. John Power, president of LSC International of Chicago. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. For show notes and more episodes, visit alltech.com forward slash agfuture. future.